Hey there, listeners. Welcome to This Humana Life, a podcast for all Humana associates. We have amazing stories to tell and learning experiences to offer. We also believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insights into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible with the support of the Women's Network Resource Group and by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. I'm Brittany LaMere. And this podcast is produced by Melissa Nichols. We're looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Join the conversation in our buzz group by visiting go forward slash THL. Also, make sure to text the acronym THL to 239-355 to have new episodes sent straight to your mobile Thursday morning. Thank you so much, Tracy, for joining us in the studio today. We have Carmen, Tara, and myself, and we also have the wonderful Tracy Goodwin with us today. So could you kind of start us off by introducing yourself and what area you are from? Certainly. Uh, My name's Tracy Goodwin, as you said. Um, I am from the Office of Inclusion and Diversity, primarily responsible for managing the network resource groups, of which you three lovely ladies are leaders in the women's, so we'll give them a special plug. (laughs) Um, And I also do some uh, work with talent acquisition and do some diversity recruiting at the MBA level. So dabble in a little bit of that, and I have Hmm. a background from talent acquisition um, as well as communications and development. Been in HR since I've been at Humana for the last 20 years. So 20 years. Wow. Congratulations. Celebrations. So uh, inclusion and diversity is under the HR pillar. Yes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So how did you kind of become interested in this type of work, and what brought you to Humana? Um. Oh, that's such a great question. Um, so, it, I, and it, it's a, a real personal question, and I'm okay sharing this this answer, but um, it's one I haven't thought about for a while. So, um, I came from the food industry. Um, I had already worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken Corporate. That's what it was called before Yum Brands. You could actually say fried, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I moved on to Papa John's Corporate. Um, you know, I, I wanted I wanted a different culture. I wanted to, um, to to spread my wings, and I was very closeted. Um, you know, at, at my previous employer, so I decided I was going to take a leap of faith. I was going to find a new job and made a deal with myself that the next job that I got, I would not be in the closet. Um, because if you haven't figured it out yet, I am gay. So when I came to Humana, uh, the very first person I worked for was extremely conservative, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew I couldn't do it. I just I couldn't couldn't come out yet. But it was it was weighing heavy on me. So several years in, uh, there were there was a small group of us um, who we decided we needed we needed to start an NRG ourselves. Um, and uh, th- this is going to be one of those stories that I can't tell enough of that I love to tell because when we put together our business case for an LGBT NRG, um, presented it to the leadership. This was a long time ago. And they said the company's not quite there yet. Wow. Not there. But, but you know, let, let's stay connected. So we went underground and called ourselves the Velvet Mafia. Oh, I love Until that. they let us 
come out. And (laughs) then, lo and behold, um, Pride was created shortly after um, Impact and Unidos. And we've come a long way since then. So, um, Mm. and it's good. It's good to not have that that feeling of feeling like you can't bring your whole self to work. So, and I have since gotten married. I've got a wife. I've got a stepson. Um, four dogs, um, a papillon I would love to give away if anyone's interested. <laughs> so I just thought I'd put that plug in there too. So that's it. So that's incredibly powerful. Um, what kept you here when you were told no? Versus saying that yeah. this isn't the right fit for me because I need to be yeah. who I am. Um, I think I think it, it, was, it, it was having that small cohort group. I think we just felt very determined. And also, you know, aside from that, you know, when I started Humana, the stock was at $4 a share. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, what kind of decision have I made? Um, But obviously, we're doing much better. It's been a lot of fun seeing this company go through so many transitions, not just on the business side, but with the culture, how far we've come with, you know, associates being able to bring their whole selves to work. So it's always been a passion of mine to stay in the space. And, you know, once again, you know, Humana's reinventing itself. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, I feel like I'm at a new company like every five, six years. <laughs> so, yeah, mm. it's been great. Well, thank you for sharing your story, beautiful story. Yeah. Thanks, Carmen. Did, uh, do you feel like Humana's there? No. Uh, no. I think we're getting closer. Um, I don't know that companies ever really get there. I mean, you have to think of, uh, other than, the company itself, you have to look at what's going on outside of the company. You know, mm-hmm. the maybe there's some social strife. There's there's socioeconomic issues. So uh, it, that is something that is just always going to be changing, and we always have to pay attention to it. So um, I feel like it's a great place to work. I think we have a lot of work yet to do, and we'll continue to have a lot of work to do. So yeah. It's great to have the NRGs, though, helping. So, so we, we hear this word, this big buzzword in the IND space called intersectionality. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you kind of give us your own personal definition of what that means? Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's a great word that's been, been brought up quite a bit. It's not a new word. It's been around for, you know, over 20 years. But now it's, it's uh, coming up more because... Uh, you know, we've got our network resource groups, and we've got the women's, we've got the pride, we've got access disability, um, and they're wonderful, but we are complex human beings. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not just a woman, I am a gay woman um, with a special needs son. So, you know, that, that is what intersectionality is all about. And the more, um, the more complex we are, and the more we discover this, I'm seeing our NRGs come together a mm-hmm. lot more. It's been great, too, because, you know, everyone wants to take care of whatever their demographic is, but they're also realizing their demographics cross over quite a bit. Mm-hmm. That's intersectionality. So, yeah, um, it's a great thing to see, and uh, I, I love seeing you all work together more closely. Yeah, I think I think you're right. In the past at least year or two, that intersectionality is showing itself more and more. Because if we're going to bring our whole selves to work, 
and we truly are passionate about the whole inclusion and diversity concept, you have to recognize that we are multifaceted and that we actually identify with a lot of the energies, if not all of them in some capacity, whether it's directly or family or friends. So I do feel like we've come a long way since I've even been involved and it feels awesome. Yeah, it does. I agree, I agree. And I think intersectionality is a fancy word for being unique Mm -hmm. and special. And we all are. We all are. Yeah. Extreme, all special. Is there an energy we we still need? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm still trying to get the last two (laughs) off the ground. So you Um, don't want to advertise anyone? uh, No. um, You know what? I I would say if we needed another one, it would probably be for work at home. Mm, Um, Very good. It's a huge population um, that we need to pay more attention to. I know you all have done a great job of it. Um, but, you know, um, I think 45% of our workforce is yep. working home now. So that's the one, you know, that if if I had to rally for one, it might be that one. That's so. good. How do you see the NRGs evolving to support broader business efforts? I think you all already are. Um, so I want to put that plug in there also. Um, we, You all know we are, we're going through kind of a campaign right now to, um, I don't want to say business resource groups, um, because you guys are already helping the business quite a bit. And if we were to put um, some some dollar signs behind retention and engagement and recruiting, um, you know, that that's pretty, pretty good um, lift for the business um, from the NRGs, because they do that. Um, But I think, you know, when we think about products that we want to test or pilot groups that we want to run, it's it's interesting to me that we're not calling on the NRGs more to do that. That is uh, truly a great business focus. Um, And, you know, I don't I don't know how often we do that as a company. We're a huge company, but I would think that is where you can get a, a really great diverse lens to our consumer is to figure out you know, what do the NRGs think of this? You know, if we've got a 7,000 women, <laughs> you know, if we've got 2,000 uh, people living with disabilities, if we've got 2,000 LGBT, you know, we should be engaging these groups to pilot, to test products, to give feedback. So I think that's, I think we're going to see that more often. I, I think the caregivers are in the space right now. Um, be just by the nature of, mm-hmm. you know, their NRG. So, yeah, I, that's what we're pushing for. So Absolutely. we'll see what happens there. Tell me about Real Talk. Tell, yeah. tell us about those sessions. Yeah. So first I'll uh, tell you that the site that you can learn more is go slash Real Talk. Um, this is a very, I don't want to call it a training. It's, um, it's more about having um, really good, robust dialogue in a safe space. Um, and what it comes down to is you, you get this soccer ball. And by the way, when you, if you want one of these soccer balls, you can actually go to go slash real talk. And there's you can order a kit and then we'll send you the soccer ball. And you can also do it virtually. Um, but what it is, is the soccer ball has little questions all over it. And you toss it to one of your buddies. Uh, you want to do it in a small group. There's four of us sitting here. This is probably big enough. And wherever their thumb lands, whatever question it is, Um, is what starts the dialogue. It's not meant for judgment. It's not meant to 
um, you know, find out how extremely different you are. It's meant for open dialogue and to respect each other and to create that safe space where you can have that open dialogue. You know, we're all not going to agree on everything and that's okay. Um, but this at least creates that, that environment where it's okay to have these discussions. So go slash real talk, you know, get out there and take a look at it. Play with the virtual yeah. uh, one if you want. Uh, That's what I was going to say is there's a virtual component mm-hmm. to it, which is great. And we always give everyone a pass. So when we're, when we're doing that as a team, you have the, the option to say, I'm going to pass on this one. Yeah, um, Because those questions are, are very thought-provoking and they go very deep. Mm-hmm. And they're questions that I know I was not used to talking about at work just because the culture didn't seem like it allowed for it yeah so I think this is this is pretty powerful to be able mm-hmm. to open up the door and say that this is acceptable I want to hear your thoughts I want to share yeah. uh, it's 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 an interesting move for yeah. a lot of people yeah it really is and and I I appreciate that you give them the pass um, because some people aren't ready to go there yet that's okay so yeah definitely and just kind of a success story. I, I was so excited at, after the summit. I got my little soccer ball. So Monday morning, I was like, I was so ready and I couldn't wait to to pitch the idea. And I got to do it that Friday with a, a group of our sales agents who are mainly in the field. And so having that one-on-one FaceTime usually happens maybe once a month unless it's AEP and then you know they're crazy traveling. But it was, I have received so many compliments from people I did not expect saying they appreciated having the platform to learn more about their team. Some of them have worked together for over 10 years and they did not know these certain things about each other. And it provided a really nice open discussion, open platform to have thought provoking questions and realize that different is also really great because we can learn a lot from each other. So thank you so much for IND putting together the go slash real talk oh, resources. Uh, yeah, I got to give a call out. Maria Hughes and Jennifer Medley uh, are the primary drivers behind that. So um, yeah, it's been great. I actually uh, took one of those balls home also was going to experiment with my stepson and uh, I came home and it was torn up to pieces because the dogs, dogs apparently <laughs> decided they wanted to do their own session Some and someone talk. didn't agree with yeah. someone else. So, And really those <laughs> questions could be timeless because what I might answer today mm-hmm. may not Evolves. be the same answer Evergreen. in a month. Yeah. yeah, it's a real eye-opener, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to discover, you know, what people's perspectives are. It's mm. a good learning experience. Um, so one of my questions I've always had is, can you talk more about inclusion diversity and maybe we understand the NRG piece of it, you know, what other mm-hmm. sections yeah. kind of fill up into inclusion and diversity? Yeah, uh, great question, um, because I do think when people think of us, they primarily think of NRGs, um, and, and they, it's a big big piece of of our strategy and what we do, but there are other things that we do. So, you know, it, it, like... Yeah, I'm looking at this sheet. Thank you, Brittany, for my cheat sheet. Um, I don't <laughs> care if the audience knows that because I need these We sometimes. all have cheat sheets. This is how I made it through college with <laughs> cheat sheets. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So when I look at things like um, we have made Diversity Inc.'s top 50. We did that last year. We've been on the, yeah, the yeah. Uh, Human Rights Campaign um, Equality Index, Corporate Equality Index. Um, we've gotten 100 for the last few years. Um we just got into the disability, you know, diversity inks disability, um, you know, top, uh, I think top 20, top 50. Um, 
NACER, which is uh, Hispanic Association for Corporate Responsibility, we're getting these awards, but I gotta tell you, it, it has been hard. Um, for example, we have always been, um, we've gotten um, honorary, we've got an honorary call out from Diversity Inc., which means we've, we haven't been able to break into that top 50. Um, so to break into the top 50, they're very high standards. And so we have to push people to meet those high standards. Things like supplier diversity, um, development, mentoring. We have to, you know, we, we own the mentoring piece. Um, and that was something, as you all know, because you put mentoring in, on, the, on the map. Um, but it wasn't formalized, really formalized, until a few years ago. So um, it had been, and then it fell off, and now it's back. So when you have to look at those things um, and put those those pieces in place to to get this recognition, that's what else we do. Um, the Corporate Equality Index um, for the Human Rights Campaign, we started out at 45. It was bad. 40, we had a hmm. 45, hmm. Um, which means this was not an employer of choice for the LGBT community, uh, nor was it going to be a company that they would want to deal with. So, you know, we started putting things in place like policy. Um, we started um, addressing transgender issues. Um, those are the things that our team does to make this company uh, more inclusive and also to to be more in line as a com- competitor, you know, when we're trying to recruit people. So um, other than that, you know, we've got a great communications person. You know, she's, she's always on it. She's the one that does all of these surveys. That's Sarah Claire. Um, we've got development. We're working on... I don't want to say unconscious bias. It's called conscious inclusion. That's something we're working on for 2019. It's a, a training we hope to roll out to the entire company. Um, so those are a few of the things that we're working on. Of course, my big thing is the NRGs. And we're in diversity recruiting, so we work with talent acquisition a lot. Um, outside of that, Maria Hughes, who is our chief um, IND officer, inclusion and diversity officer, she um, presents metrics to the MT on how we're doing, how our population looks. MT. MT. A management team. So Bruce and his directs um, on, you know, you know, how are we doing with our hiring? How, how do we look like, what do we look like as a company? So um, they get that and they also help us put initiatives in place to, to make sure that we're, you know, doing what we need to do to make this company an employer of choice. So I also wanted to give a brief shout out to Pride for doing the Ally Toolkit. We will make sure to include a link to that in the show notes. But I I want to say personally, I really enjoyed that because I have friends from all different walks of life and it just opened up my eyes to all the different facets that can make up a person and ways to properly address them to make them feel included and to make them feel that they are safe and that I love them for who they are. So I definitely, we're going to put that in the show notes. Thank you to everybody that made that possible. For one, it looks beautiful. And for two, it's very informational. So that's, that's really amazing. And also, I kind of wanted to ask you and gather your thoughts on what can we do as associates to help further support the IND strategy? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think support, I, I don't think it's a matter of supporting strategy, although I do see this as part of strategy. I think having discussions um, to learn about people is really critical to get out of your your safe space and and you know start learning about others. Um, attend things like um, 
you know, Happy may have something to celebrate the new year. You know, attend some of their events. Um, you know, support the women's speaker series. They're always great. Mm-hmm. Um, just having dialogue, um, I think it helps tremendously um, in breaking down those silos. So, uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm making it sound really kumbaya, <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of what it, that's kind of what we want is is for folks to, to start talking cross-functionally, learning about each other. Um, yeah, and, and I would say, I'm saying join an NRG, but unfortunately, if you don't already belong to one, we can't really send you information directly. So that's that's part of the solicitation policy. Um, but I would also say, you know, to your friends, if they don't already belong to an NRG, talk about your, your NRG and some of the things that they can gain from it. Do you really feel like it's evolved? Because there are folks that I belong to all the NRGs, as I'm sure we all mm-hmm. do, um, in this room. But there are some that just think, oh, I, you know, I'm not a woman. Yeah. I can't join that. Yeah. And <laughs> um, are uh, a happy group. I'm not Asian Pacific, mm-hmm. Islander. Yeah. You know, so I, I can't identify. But yeah. so how do you how do you break that? Yeah. Well, happy would say you just have to be happy. To there you go. <laughs> um, they are the happiest in RG. And um, I just use them as an example. There's yeah. across the board. Yeah. I, I would say they're open to everyone, um, even though they seem like they're siloed. They're open to everyone. And you can just learn so mm-hmm. much about a different culture, about, um, you know, happy, for instance, they have so many different ethnicities and so does Unidos and it's just amazing what you can learn Mm -hmm. um so yeah they're open to everyone Mm -hmm. and yeah we we get that a lot but you know I'm not gay I'm not a woman I'm not black I'm not Spanish I'm just this um and just this is good enough Mm -hmm. join any of them so yeah join all of them join Join all of them and that's it for this episode but the conversation isn't over Make sure to catch part two next week. You can share with us on buzz at go forward slash THL. And don't forget to subscribe by texting THL to 239-355. We want to thank you for spending time with us this week. We can use our guiding behaviors and speak up with candor to share our Humana stories through this podcast. Let's keep the conversation going together about this Humana life. Until next time, be intentional. Stay curious and inspire others.